0: Hello, I'm Grace Jeffries, and I'm thinking about my future. To help me do this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they have for girls of my age. Today, my guest is Shireen Ritchie. Shireen is the managing director of the restaurant chain called Leon. I'm sure we've all been there before. Thanks for joining me today, Shireen. Can we start by you telling the listeners a little about the work you do now at Leon and especially Feed Britain?
1: Hey, yeah, of course. And Grace, thank you so much for asking to speak to me. I, I feel very privileged. So as you said, I'm part of the Leon family and we are a restaurant brand. Um, in reality, if I'm being honest, we're so much more. Um, we do food that not, not only tastes good, it makes you feel good and it does you good. Um, we also want to save the human through food. We want to make a positive difference to the world. So when the virus and the lockdown happened, we had a choice. We could close down, furlough everyone, um, shut the restaurants. This may have been, if I'm being honest, the best option financially, or we could make a difference. There, there really wasn't any, any sort of question what we were going to do. We, we always want to make a difference. So we empowered the Leon family to help um, in any way that we could. We turned our restaurants into shops. So many people that couldn't access food and supplies were, were hopefully able to at least come to a shop to get bread, milk, and, and your staple ingredients. We launched Feed NHS alongside Damien Lewis, Helen McCory, Matt Lucas. That raised over a million pounds. We served hundreds of thousands of meals to the NHS. And we also launched, which you mentioned just now, um, an e-commerce site called Feed Britain, which is an e-commerce platform. Now, Feed Britain has three objectives. It was to get food to people's homes. So obviously the supermarkets were overrun. They couldn't cope. Shelves were empty. Um, And the restaurant industry and the hospitality industry completely came to its knees overnight and was collapsing. So we wanted to help farmers, wholesalers, um, suppliers to get food that was that was meant to be at restaurants or in airlines or within the hospitality retail industry to get it to people's homes, people that needed food. And we also wanted Feed Britain to be able to help support the NHS um, and our Feed NHS uh, charity. So we did that in two weeks. Now, normally, Grace, e-commerce, I, I've been told, to takes around six to 12 months at best. So as I say, turning it around in two weeks was a little bit of a challenge, but we, we managed it. We had crackers that were destined for airlines um, in cheese boxes that were meant to be for, for, for retail shops. So it was, it was a challenge, but it was really, really rewarding. Um, and I think we did this because Leon has a, an internal belief. It's part of our DNA. We truly believe in what we do. And I think so many people have said, like, how did you do it? Why didn't you just shut up shop? Why didn't you just you know, batten down the hatches and, and ride it out? And it just wasn't the right thing to do for us for us and, and and who we are we wanted to help so so hopefully we, we made a difference
0: when you were at school did you know what you wanted to do or be or did that happen when you were older
1: so when i was at school i i knew exactly what i wanted to be i wanted to be an actress grace
0: mm-hmm. i was going
1: to be the next angelina jolie marilyn monroe um all i ever wanted to do was was acting and dance um i would spend my weekends at dance school um, I, uh, When I was 15 years old, I got my first job at TJ Fridays uh, to, pay, to, to pay my way through dance lessons. So all I ever wanted to do was, was actually um, acting, singing and dancing. I hadn't ever thought, oh, I, I want to run a restaurant brand. Um, it wasn't when I was younger something that I thought about.
0: How um, did you go to university and how important do you think it is to go?
1: So I didn't go to university, Grace, I have to be honest, I didn't go to college. So I left school with nine GCSEs and a Duke of Edinburgh award, you probably don't know what that is, but some of your listeners will, Um, and this doesn't mean that I'm saying people shouldn't go to university at all, so I left school at 15 years old, I got a cash in hand job, which now you wouldn't be able to do, but I got a cash in hand job back in the day, a bit naughty, at TJ Fridays, and I used to clean tables and put the bins out. I used to do it for a couple of hours an evening, and my mum would drop me off. And this paid for my my schooling, like my, my drama classes and my, my dance classes. And then when I was old enough, I become a, a waitress. And then I ended up doing it simultaneously. I worked in tea on Fridays alongside trying to become an actress and going to auditions. And then gradually, I my love. I, I mean, I love acting. I, I loved acting. And I, I love singing. I don't do it anymore. I sing very badly now. Actually, Grace, I used to be very good at it, but now I'm not so much. And and my love for for what I was doing, it it just sort of took over my life. I ended up staying in restaurants. um, I stayed in TJ Fridays for 10 years. um, And that was how it happened. But it was never planned. It's just something that that, that happens. And I'm so pleased that it did. I love my job. I can truly say that I wake up every day and it's so important to do something you love. Um, And I genuinely love what I do. And I'm so so grateful that, that Destiny moved me into this.
0: How do you think your life would have changed if you had chosen acting over your job now? Well,
1: if, if I'd been successful, I, uh, I imagine I would be just as happy. Um, I imagine um, I, would, I would maybe be slightly more glamorous than I am now. But um, I, I don't know how my life would have changed. That's a very good question. I think I don't really ever think about it because I think I'm so happy in what I'm doing. Um, and to your earlier question about, about university... I'm by no means saying that people shouldn't go to university because I think you have an immense amount of people that are hugely successful that have gone to university and that haven't. And for some professions, university is central, right? If you want to be a doctor or if you wanted to be a lawyer, um, I would recommend you go to university. But I, I went travelling. I lived in Australia as well. I took, I took a sabbatical and I went mm-hmm. and lived in Australia. So I followed the round migration up the in Ningaloo Reef. I lived with Aboriginals in the Northern Territory by Ayers Rock. I did some incredible things that a classroom can't teach you, but yet I missed out on going to university, I missed out on sororities, on screen breaks, so I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer, I think it's just really important to to, to be happy and to follow what you want to do, and I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, I think it's right for some people to go to university and right for others not to.
0: Do you have any idols or mentors?
1: I do. I think, crikey, idols, other than Bon Jovi, who, again, you're probably too young to remember, my mum. And I know that that's probably quite, most people say that, but genuinely, my mum was a one-parent mum. If we look at strong women, and women that can, can overcome the impossible, my mum is, is a role model for that. She raised me all by herself. Um, she had a particularly tough time. I wouldn't change my childhood for me, I would change it for my mum because, because she had, had such a hard time. But for me, I had a lovely childhood. She, she made sure she did everything she could. Um, she always taught me that I could change my stars, you know, no matter where you come from. And I think that's really important nowadays in society. Not everyone has the financial means or the, the social ability to go to, to, to the best school or to, or to have extra tuition or to go to clubs. But I think it, it, it won't stop you from changing your stars. I didn't come from a a hugely privileged background, and I believe that, you know, my mum set me up with all the right morals and skills to to be able to to better my life. So my mum, I definitely idolise for all the hard work and and the morals that she's taught me. In the sense of mentors, I guess there's someone called Mike Parnum, who is managing director of Rum Kitchen, it's a restaurant brand. He who's always believed in me, Mike's been in my life professionally and as a friend for for many, many years, and he, he always believed in me. And I think every now and then, having someone that believes in you sometimes, even when you don't, is is an amazing thing and he definitely is part of the reason why I am where I am today and i would always be very grateful of that and I'll always remember that that I've got that ability to make an impact on people's lives and the people that work for Leon it's, it's a real responsibility you know it isn't just a job this is people's lives and and you can definitely impact that and I look at how Mike impacts my life so he's definitely a mentor I mean someone called Steve Head that um is a motivational speaker for Leon And he is just such an inspiration and he is so amazing and he's an integral part of the Leon family. And everyone that joins Leon does a session with Steve Head. Um, and, and it's really quite amazing. In fact, I'll probably introduce you because I think you'll really love to speak to him. And he's a massive supporter. And I mean, I spoke to him actually earlier on today, funnily enough. Um, he's a massive supporter of supporting women in the industry and women, you know, empowering women and then helping us, you know, have a voice and, and get to where we need to be. So I would say, yeah, they're definitely some to mentors and idols.
0: What challenges have you found hardest to overcome?
1: Overcome in what way?
0: Um either professionally in your job or
1: personally i think back in the day um not so much now but it is still a challenge i think being seen as a leader as a female is, is definitely a challenge i think having your voice heard in the same way um as, as a male can sometimes be a change i'm very fortunate Um, the places where I've worked, it hasn't been too much of a challenge, but just in society, um, you know, and as a a young girl, I'm I'm sure, I mean, you're an incredible, you're you're an incredible 10 year old, my goodness, doing this. When I was 10, I was wondering if I could eat like a whole multi-pack of Monster Munch. You're absolutely (laughs) amazing, I'm in awe of you already. I think you're incredible. But I mean, you see women now, I mean, if you look at the COVID um, pandemic and crisis, arguably some of the best countries um, that have survived, um, you know, or got through, not survived, you know, but got through the, the COVID pandemic have been run by women, you know, Finland, Scotland, New Zealand. So women, you know, are going to play an integral, vital part um, of our future. And I think, um, you know, young girls and women like yourself will will be, a, you know, they give me hope. right? I think you're going to rule the world one day, Grace.
0: What tips did you give girls when they start to think about their careers and their future?
1: Think about what you love to do. Um, It's very, very important. And think about what you want to do. Don't think about what you think you should do or what society tells you you should do or if there's something you want to do, but I can't do that because I'm a girl. You know, or oh, uh, I don't think I'd be very successful because I'm a girl. Because that's absolute nonsense. You can achieve anything you want to achieve. My nana always used to say to me. My Nana's is very old. Um, hopefully, she won't listen to this. You're not old, nana. Um, Where there's a will, there's a way. And if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And those old-fashioned sayings, are, are, you know, really, really true. And I think sometimes we need to use use those a little bit more. So I would just turn around and say follow your dreams, and it's okay to fail. You're going to fail in life. So as as, as kids, especially as girls, we grow up with all these Disney movies, and there's princesses, and the prince comes to save us. You don't need a prince to save you. You don't need saving. And if things aren't okay, because sometimes they don't always work out. Life isn't a fairy tale. Life... You know, sometimes things are great and sometimes things aren't and it's okay to try something and fail. It's okay for me to want to be an actress and not and not be an actress because I've become a managing director of a company that I absolutely adore and I love my job. So it's okay that I didn't become an actress. So don't be afraid, don't be afraid, as long as you give everything 100%, as long as you work hard, you try hard, um, I, I would say your oyster. give it a go. You have nothing to lose and knowledge is power. You know, everything you do, you learn something, and no one ever learned too much.
0: Is there anything that you still want to do, either personally or professionally?
1: Oh, I mean, there's so much. Grace. I think I want to do more now than I've ever done before, I've got to be honest. I've, I've got a little boy, so he's 14 months old now. He had his first birthday over lockdown, and I think having, having a baba definitely changed my view slightly, so... Personally, I I want to experience so much of the world. I want to do so many things. I want to see so many things and take my little boy and my amazing husband, who's a very, very patient, calm and caring man with me, um, to see all these things. And professionally, I think something that's really on my mind, especially, you know, talking to to yourself and talking about my my little boy, is I think sustainability um, and the well-being of the planet is really important. So professionally... I really am very focused on on making a difference and doing everything I can um, for the remainder of my career to to make as much of an impact on the world as I possibly can. And that's something I feel very passionate about.
0: Are you the first woman to be the CEO of Leon?
1: So I'm actually at the MD. I'm not the CEO. um, am I the first woman to be the MD of Leon? No, I'm not. There was a lady called Karen Stone before me, who was an absolute uh, amazing lady, um, spectacular. She's no longer with us. Um, yeah, and so, so I'm now MD. Um, but, um, no, so I'm not the first female to be, to be MD of Leon, luckily, which is a very good thing, right?
0: Yeah. I have really enjoyed chatting with you today, Shireen. Thank you so much and I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make. Keep listening to Grace Jeffries meets as I talk to many more brilliant women.